everybody, Kurt Schlichter here with the Town Hall VIP Unredacted Podcast. There will be no redactions. We are redaction-free tonight here at Fort Schlichter. I got my pal Drew Maddich here. Arena may show up. Our friend Stacia may show up. We're having one of our great dinners. And, uh, of course... You've got to hear what they're all about. Now, the Town Hall VIP people are like, Kurt, people want to hear what you have to say about political things of the moment. And I say, no, they want to hear about the steaks I'm cooking and the wine I'm drinking. Let me talk about the steaks. 21-day prime ribeye, 21-day dry aged. Holy cow. Drew, what did you think of them? They were pretty amazing. Uh, just uh, normally, normally what Kurt does is he just slathers them in bacon grease. Yes, they will sit in bacon grease for several hours. Stacia is joining us. She can pull up a chair and she can join in the I fun. Need, I need wine refreshed. Well, well, the wine's over there. No, Where, wine's oh, no, right. wine's over here. Here it is. I will refresh you. Uh, I, I brought you, the bottles you, over here to introduce you. it to the you people. Were, you were at bacon grease, Drew. Yes. So nor normally he slathers them in bacon grease. Slathers the greatest for, verb ever for the well. It's up there in the top that, line. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's that's pretty much the uh, uh, the, the the verb used by the uh, Lincoln Project uh, uh, on Halloween. So slathered tonight. Anyway, we're gonna move on. Tonight uh, was a controlled experiment. Yes. So he skipped the bacon grease. For the for the uh, I did not slather. I did not pre-slather. He 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 drizzled. He no. He gilded the lily at the end for the hard sear. Okay. So Ooh, hard it, you sear. let the meat be itself, and like the lovely gamey toothsomeness of the meat shine through. Gamey and, toothsomeness, right? Of an aged gamey yes. toothsomeness, and then that you, sounds like an adjective I'd use for a chick. Yeah. Yeah, that's for a really cheap hooker in Vegas. There's, there's, no, <laughs> no, there's a, there's a, no, that would be that would be a uh, a sexy country lady from no. Idaho. No, Her gamey toothiness seduced me. There's a Lincoln Project. No, there, no, no, there's no, not, no, no, not no, a no, gamey toothiness. No, yar. But you finished with the bacon, so you just get like a hint of the bacony instead of it masking the whole steak flavor. Exactly. That's my Point. Exactly. Drew, what did you think of the you whole steak restraint, flavor? You showed restraint, which cool, is not the, necessarily a curt thing. The cool right? thing about a reverse sear is when you get it out of a grill, you know, you've got the you've got the you've got the seared grill, you know, top, and then it just sort of graduates into the rare. Yeah. You know, yes. And there's no, I, I like that, yeah, by I, the way. That's yes. not a bad thing. Yes. That's a different thing. Kurt style with the reverse sear, you've got the sear on the outside and it's pink to pink. It is pink to pink, it, it just, which is yeah. hot. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Um, so the steaks were magnificent. Uh, I think a lot of credit goes to Arena for the accompanying cream, uh, spinach. cream spinach. Oh, my gosh. That, she said no. it was dry. That was not dry. Well, that was more than okay. If you want to make that, your case, come over here, honey. That Holy was crap. a lovely cream spinach. And I will make a case for the extra reduction really gave it that cheesiness that, that it were, wouldn't they, have had. 
There's so much the concentration of flavor. Cheesiness. Isn't there like a Project Lincoln? Cheesiness. Stop yes, with the, you, <laughs> you guys are like a dog with a bone on the Lincoln Project. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or a Lincoln Project guy on a third grader. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. By the way, anyone wonder why they hate Rick DeSantis so much? I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Um, okay. Let's talk wine. Began with a Arnais from Northern Italy. From Northern Italy. Uh, it wasn't an Idlewild, which is one of our favorites from California. It was an Italian, and it was okay. It was. It, it was good. It, it was, was above average. It, it was. It was a totally serviceable opening act. But yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, and then we had a Dolcetto, which is an Italian red, but it's a very light red. It's not quite rosé, but it's a light red. Yeah, just had a, had a few sips of that, and uh, you know, kind of kind of missing a little something in the middle. But, yeah, yeah, you be, you taste a lot in the beginning. And it skips, and there's nothing, and then you taste it on the end. I found it okay, yeah. But better, then we, better at noon when you opened it. Probably. Better at noon when I opened it. Uh, Foot tread, the Enfield uh, rosé, the one we hear about all the time. It's almost a red. Well, Holy crap! You know what? You don't hear about it all the time anywhere, but here. from here, from that's us. Right. Well, and that's where I came in. That's where Stacia and that came was in. A lovely place to come in. You people. love that? That was. I'm a rosé fan, and uh -huh. I'm, I'm more of a rosé bubbly cocktail person than I am a deep red person. Wow, I really like that rosé. It was flavorful. It wasn't too heavy, but it held its own. It was nice. And it was, it, it, it's red-ish. Yes. It's closer to red than white, if that makes sense. It does. It was, it was a rosé for red wine lovers, but yeah. it was also a rosé for rosé and white wine lovers. So it was, it was that perfect bridge between your like appetizer wines and then getting into the meat wine. Now, when we eventually do the town hall VIP wine trip, is Enfield someplace we're going to stop? Uh, if we, if we're in Santa Rosa, we will definitely stop there. Uh, if you guys are interested in that, let us know. I'm trying to talk Drew into becoming the base sommelier, uh, maybe getting a uh, locals page and and talking about wine because he's you know he schooled me. I'm just his acolyte with a C, not two My what? S's. Acolyte. Uh, I like acolyte. I think it's a. I think it's a soft C. <laughs> Is it a hard I C? I thought I it was a hard C. If it's a hard C and it's like in it's the whole thing, I'm, it's yeah. a hard I don't know. Arena's here. Hi, That's Arena. My second language. You want to sit on my knee lap? No. It's sexy. But now we're calling it an acolyte because that has a very I love it. Hey, acolyte. Hey, acolyte. Hey, acolyte. Such an acolyte. Oh. Anyway, well, then we then right? we moved on it's to um, uh, the star of the evening, probably. Although. I, 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 I don't know. Star Lane. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. So we we tried then the 2012 Larkmead Cabernet Sauvignon. I'm which, showing everybody right now. Yeah, which has a <laughs> which has a, a, a uh label right out of nineteen seventy-five. Oh, completely. And completely. and I am this deeply, is, deeply in love with this wine. This, this it is, is so good. This is a classic Napa Cabernet. It's just, just great. All of the, it's, all of the dark flavors, all of the you know, very nice, nice touch of oak. But again, it, it has a subtlety Here, to it. Yes. It doesn't slam you over the head. No, I want right. to make With sure it. that it's, that's what it is. Again, is I've gotten away from red wines in recent Sound. years. You know, I'm a cocktail girl. Yeah. This is a red wine that I would go back to again and again. Mm. It is gorgeous. Oh, yes. With or without food, 
That's yes. a beautiful glass of wine. Yeah, I, Dan Petrosky is the winemaker who's uh, who's who also has a project called Massican, who's which is an all white wine project. Massican, M A S S I C A N. If you can find it, you will be richly rewarded. Wow, well, I'll with, have to look with that. some great white wines. Well, there uh, is twenty Italian varieties. There's twenty twelve really yeah. weird ones like Dolcetto and no Ernest. weird ones like uh, Ribola and what? Yeah. All right, yes. we're, we're going to have to explore that because I, mean, I like weird Italians. Yeah. Like Tarazzi, I got a bottle of Tarazzi over there I'm yeah. super excited about. You guys bring some weird Italian wines, and Arena and I will do uh, aperitivo plates to match it to nice. go with the wines. And I'll make a little trip to Italy. We'll have a little feed trip to Italy. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. they'll, do, they'll, they'll make the effort. We'll go to Italy if, no, you, no, if Italy, you need us. No, no, Italy, not Italy. It's an Italian Italy. food Wait, market. We'll go to Italy. We'll go to Italy, too. Wait, right? No, no, stay no, no. We'll do both. We'll There's a Century City store called Italy. It's a store and restaurant, and they have fabulous Italian marketplace. I see. So we can make that happen locally, as well as the fact that we'll now go to Italy, because Kurt says that's okay. Now, I appreciate you guys sitting in and You're listening to a about you 10 minutes of line talk, but that's right. what you're going to get on Kurt Schlichter uh, Town Hall VIP Unredacted. Uh, we have one more wine. Go to Italy. That's right. We have one more wine, but first we got to <laughs> talk about dessert. Holy cow. Incredible. Yes. Drew, what did you do? What did I do? collaborative I, 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 I made a hot fudge sauce <laughs> because every time I'd go to the store and look for a hot fudge, the first ingredient is high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. And, and I'm not doing Yuck. It. And wait, so Drew's being very modest. He's saying, oh, I made a hot fudge sauce. Like he tied his shoes. This is a really nice hot fudge sauce. I'm not even a chocolate person. And this was like, yeah, just keep on pouring that in the bowl. Just, oh, just, just don't stop. Some chocolate just, chips, some heavy cream, some I know, brown sugar, but it was some like, butter, but it's some like, that's like saying, sugar. that's like saying a symphony is just, oh, here's a violin, here's this, here's that. It's how they all come together. Vanilla. Yeah, it was, it was lovely. Very, you know what? They just, they just come together in a metal bowl over some delicious. boiling water, and it just, uh, it, it, it was comes a, out. And then, and great then, and then awesome. we had uh, Stacia's uh, vegan brownie. Uh, my first. It was my virgin vegan baking attempt. Because we, we have a that. vegan around here, so we decided we would make that so this vegan could enjoy it. None of us, of course. And and chocolate no, chip on, cookies. No, come on, they were pretty good. The brownies were... No, they were fantastic. I'm, I, I I'm ate, not like a vegan aficionado, but I'm, I'm like, like licking okay, out the bowl. Like I'm a dog. Let, let me say something about yeah. the chocolate chip cookies. It's the first chocolate chip cookie I ever had that's sort of some dough just kind of weaving around mm-hmm. all the chocolate. There's like almost more chocolate than there is dough. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Perfect. So this is really funny. So I love to bake. I don't like chocolate chip cookies. It's like I don't eat them myself. But that's – and I, I, I'm I like big on cakes that. and all fancy yeah. extravagant stuff. I told that's, you. That's what my most requested <laughs> dessert of anyone. They're like, can you make the cookies? Can you make the cookies? And it's like a super simple recipe. Yeah. But yeah, that's – Arena's, Arena's like, don't make anything. Just bring cookies. I'm like, I don't think she's suggesting that I buy cookies. She's met me. I know. And she knows I won't. Yeah. But I know, yeah, I'm but like I the just chocolate thought, chip cookies. Okay. But that's like – that's Americana in a bite. Yeah. That chocolate chip cookie is like the quintessential American like lunchbox dessert. It was it was dessert. exactly yeah, you, you you could have it with a fancy dinner. You could have it as a third grader uh, in your your mom could send it to school with you. 
and use it as a totem to protect you from Democrat perverts trying to talk you <laughs> up. We're going to talk about that, folks, in a second. We've <laughs> got to handle this last wine. Star Lane Vineyard Cabernet, Happy California, Happy Canyon. or Happy Canyon, uh, near Santa Barbara. Let me throw this out there. I'm as happy with it as I am with the Lark Mead, and I love the mm. Lark Mead. I really am enjoying this one. I've still got some. What do you guys think? I'm uh, going to agree to disagree. I love this, but the Lark Mead was special. Okay. okay. Yeah, the Lark Mead was spectacular. Starlane, very, very good wine. Yes. I'm, I'm, yes. Look, I'm yeah. really enjoying and the Starlane. I say, that, I say that as a member of their wine club. I get, I get a couple of shipments a year of stuff from them. <sighs> And oh, it's delicious. It's Kurt, Kurt just made the happy face. And we I, all, under, real, we all I, understand look, the happy face. I like them both. And I, uh, uh, I, I, you know, I, I, look, if I had to say, know. which one is superior? Well, in some objective sense, I'd say Lark Mead. Yeah. Look at this color. I'm just but showing I mean, everybody it's beautiful. Color. But I'm enjoying this. Well, and Drew doesn't steer you wrong in wine. And again, I'm I'm not a person that is a knows a lot about wine, so I like to defer to people that have taken that exploration that much farther because then I get something I'm really going to love. It's Instead the of journey, not the destination. No, it's both. Okay, well, right. Anyway, guys, we have gone 13 minutes, and I'm going to get grief going. Look, you know the guys hate when you talk about what you're eating. I don't care because I'm going to talk about whatever I damn well please. <laughs> But now we've got to get to yeah, some political totally stuff because there's there there is some political stuff out there, and I think uh, there's a lot of important stuff. We got to talk a little about Ukraine, and we got to talk a little about Ron DeSantis taking a stand against woke corporations shilling for a bunch of fucking perverts who are trying to chat up kids in schools to molest them. And I know you're going, that's pretty harsh, Kurt. Well. What other reason would you have for talking about sex to somebody else's kindergartner? I can't think of it. It's it's the same it's the it's the same old left theme of power. It is. They it, you know, it, we if we can convince you to give your kids to us, to allow our kids uh, to allow the perverted members of our uh, constituency to have access to your kids, we can do anything. But isn't it the the we're into the who's the quote of power corrupts absolute power corrupts absolutely we're into that not to mention that it takes a village they've gone to, <laughs> they've gone to the state where they don't just target adults but they feel comfortable and even confident targeting children I think that's the concern of it is okay yeah you know all this critical race theory and this and this and this but this you're sexualizing children so. They, they, look, they, what is what is the how do you sell that as a positive? I just well, don't well the, he, he, here's what they do. First of all, there is a small constituency that literally wants to have sex with your children and literally want to turn your children into bizarre gender gender freaks. Um, and that that is not the majority of Democrats, but the majority of Democrats are allowing this to happen because the Democrat establishment is allowing it to happen. Now, common sense people. All right. 20, 30 years ago, Democrats would go. You want us to be OK with somebody with pronouns zips and zap. Coming up to your third grader and talking to him about about how he's really a chick or an other kin or some other freaky thing. Get the foe out of here. 
Now they can't say no. The Democrats cannot say no to freaking weirdos, losers, perverts, and groomers. And they're going to pay in November. The thing is, the Democrats have gone so far on critical race theory and bizarre gender shit that they can't say no to weirdness. They are committed. It's like the uh, it's like the climate change nonsense. It's not it's not objective. It's religious. But at, but unlike the climate change nonsense, which of course is nonsense, is nonsense it, you can. There's much more sympathy for playing that card and going yes. down that road. I I don't see how any rational person, and this is where Kurt stops me and says, "Well, we're talking about Democrats. We're well, talking yes. about national rational people." Well, it's not about how, rationality. How do obviously. they how do they make that jump to what is arguably child abuse? Um, not arguably. Yeah, okay. uh, not yeah. arguably. Yeah. They they don't care. No, they're it, willing it to is. accept it. It is. Here's the thing. No, no. Their their point is it's never as bad as we're saying. It's worse. And if it's it worse. is. The problem is it is. It's worse. It gets worse. But, yeah. but, but if it is, they're okay with it. Well, Here, Here's the well, thing. Well, here, here, not, well, it's just, it just happened once or twice. Well, and, well, and here's the truth. Deal. If there's a child that legitimately has... They go through that. Look, kids are kids are a little fluid in their toddler and young years. And girls may become tomboys. Boys may want to play with Barbies. You just let them do their thing and kind of let them alone. That's different than schooling them and telling them you're not a boy, you're a girl, or you can't do this. Exactly. Because that's That's a a big difference. That is a lie. You are, if you're a girl, you're always going to be a girl. Well, I don't feel like a girl. Okay. I don't feel like a freaking elephant. I don't feel like a 50-year-old. Can I change that, too? (laughs) I don't feel like a 57-year-old. I identify as 30. Um, But we're down the rabbit hole of not just, like, look, this is absurd, this is is offensive, to this is criminal, this is child abuse. No, no, they they want to, look, a lot of these perverts want to groom children. There is... Again, well, do, I have said many times there it, here. Let me give you a complete list of all the good reasons for a grown adult to talk about sex to a someone else's kindergartner in school. And now we'll be silent for Boom. 30 seconds. Exactly. Yes, there no, is no reason. Here's the but, thing. But here's the thing. We're, it doesn't stop with this. No, well, and, and they're always and very careful to say, "Oh, get away with your slippery slope arguments." Yeah, but we're like, no. "Hello, uh, you've shoved the slippery slope it, down it, up our slippery you, backside." You want the slippery and slope? So, well, the, you know, here, here's a fun thing. I'm fighting with some dipshit on Twitter, and <gasps> you? I know, right? That never happened. And he's going, "Well, you just don't want people to be able to talk about their gay relationships," and I'm like, "Well." Yeah, I don't think I don't think you should be talking to your gay about your gay relationships to my kindergartner. You have absolutely correctly identified my position, Uh, but that's not the thing here. Let 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 me ask you something. Do you agree that it's wrong to talk about sexuality that third graders are under? And I never get a no because they want to be able to. Because a lot of these people want to be able to have sex with children. Okay, but they want that, and they they understand, and they won't say it. Democrats won't say it because they understand that will kill them in the election. Ron DeSantis, to his credit, when he made drew the line and drew the Disney people into fighting with him, 
uh, basically said, I don't care what Disney said. I'm not going to let people talk about sex to your 12 or two year old in school, uh, period. And I don't care what Disney thinks about it. And Disney was like, rah, rah, rah. this is the problem with, you know, CEOs. You know, mm-hmm. they have their second wives who's 30 years old and she's a dipshit and she's got giant breasts and he wants no, to keep wait, wait, getting wait. blown. Don't demonize giant, giant breasts. I love breasts. giant breasts. Okay. I'm all for just, them. Just checking it. But uh, she, you know, dude, stop thinking with your dick and stop thinking with your fucking head and tell your whore wife, shut the fuck up. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, so, honey, what do you call somebody who's like, honey, you have to stand up for the right of perverts to molest kids in school? I think horror wife is pretty fucking nice. So, uh, but where are we with? So, yes, there is absolutely an element of that that exists. But my question is always, how do the uh, again, Kurt's going to laugh at me for using this terminology? How do the more rational Democrats justify this to themselves? Because because Trump always tell themselves it's not as bad as, but it is. It's worse. It's worse. But they tell themselves it's not. Yeah. And That's children, so children should be like, look, children and animals and old people should be like the last. Don't right? ever touch them. Right. Don't ever right. freaking touch them. So that's where it. it's like, it's one thing when you're like adults to adults and we can yeah. agree to disagree with what is and is not appropriate. But when you're talking about children, it's like, okay, how, again, yeah. other than, you know, pedophiles, how is, is anyone making an argument that any of this is okay? The thing is, this is stuff people will go in, into civil war for yeah well right. look i would uh, look if you, if you, if you, that, that's true and, and and you look at the Sorry. you look at yep. the numbers yep. you look at like uh hispanic and black voters uh they are going republican in huge numbers hispanics who were supposed to who were latinx, latinx. thank you thank wait, you my, wait, wait. Lati- my beautiful I, wait. latinx wife i thought it was pronounced latin x we don't know oh okay we're not sure i'm like i'm the white girl I here said, so i don't know i said latinx at a dinner party and so, some 20 something year olds laughed at me <laughs> it's latinx you're so cute and i'm like that's so funny because i'm the latin one wouldn't i shouldn't i know before you i've never because heard no that's the point we're not the ones who came up with it right yeah <laughs> Let me let me yeah. tell you. Uh, you look at you look at the numbers, and uh, black voters are going. I'm done with Democrats. Not in huge numbers, but it's significant. Uh, Latinx Latinx voters are fifty fifty Republican. These were the people who were supposed to make the Democrats the permanent party of the future. But here's the thing: the only Latinx or Latinx people, most of these freaking. Uh, uh, White people knew where they're fucking gardeners. Okay, they never actually talked to them, much less married them or joined their families and 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 became part of it. And 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 you know, uh, Latinx or Latinx uh, families uh, have some different vibes than other ones. I mean, I'm German Scottish. Let me tell you, when when I joined a Cuban family. If you say Latinx or Latinx. Okay. Well, when I joined a Cuban family, it was very, they're very different. I'm sure. In in many ways. But you know what's the same? Boom. Not family. Not child molested? Boom. Oh, boom. Patriot? Boom. We'll fight for your country like motherfuckers? Boom. Don't fuck with my kids. That's like even the uh, mob used to be in the, you know, in the old days when the mob would like go after everyone, the family, the kids were like off limits, right? Oh, they like didn't, you didn't get, don't touch the kinder. Yeah. So like, how did, how did we get to a place where 
we went from, okay, adults can go after each other, but even like horrible serial killer mobs are like, leave the kids alone to like, hey, fair game. Uh, I have no idea. Honey, you want some? Sure. Uh, Drew, what do you think about all this insanity? Um, I, I, I think when you've lost Bill Maher. <laughs> oh! Yes, point. that's right. Bill what Mar- happened with Bill Maher? Bill um, Maher made a- he's he, he 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 made a very salient point of you know what maybe maybe we should maybe kids in third grade shouldn't be talking about sex. <gasps> Just maybe. Bill Maher is literally the most dangerous man in America because if the Democrats listen to them, they ha- would have a a fighting chance of avoiding at least the non-historical portion of the devastation that's coming in November. But you know they won't listen to it. They can't because it's become a religion. It, climate change is a religion. Allowing perverts access to kids is a religion. Um, so how you know. do – I agree with everything you're saying. So how do Republicans manage to not snatch defeat from the jaws of victory? Well, being Republicans. Well, being it's, Republican. Yeah, yeah, it's a challenge. Done. Yeah, it's uh, – They've already done that. I think you look to Ron DeSantis. What do you think, Drew? Yeah. Yes. He uh, is yeah. – Yes. Uh, uh, Ron DeSantis is the next – He's he is the heir apparent here. Because he got out there and Disney, which is a big deal in Florida, said, well, we're very upset about this anti-grooming program. Of course, they didn't call it anti-grooming. They said, well, don't you're say gay. Don't, don't say gay. And, don't and, 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 and here's the funny thing. We all know a bunch of gay conservatives, yeah. the, the Rick Grinnells. The uh, gay patriots. I know gay conservatives and non-conservatives, and they all say Oh, gay. my God. They all say They're gay. even worse than we are. I mean, they're like, you touch a little kid, I'll cut your fucking nuts off. Okay. I mean, they're I like, okay. they're, they, they, <laughs> they aren't having this shit. All right. They don't, they're, they're like, oh, my gosh. You know what? Well, maybe they've said that. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I I know. <laughs> they're, they're, they are, they are unhappy. Look, they're not fucking pedophiles. They just want to go do their own fabulous thing, but they don't want, they be don't want the kids. They don't want to be connected. No. As, as they shouldn't be. No, because and the Democrats are saying, all your favorite gay friends are being oppressed because a bunch of fucking perverts can't go and, uh, you know, diddle little kids in schools. And, and normal gay people are going, motherfucker, don't you fucking throw me in that fucking bitch. I'll fucking cut you. I'll scratch your fucking eyebrows out. Okay. I'm I'm actually okay. a fan of the bitch I'll fucking cut you movement, I, and and I, I don't think I've heard enough of it. So I'm I'm no, I'd no, like to hear no, more. No. Of it. Well, look, I, here's the thing. I here's I, you the know what? Don't talk to my kids about sex. Yeah, ever. I will talk to them about ever. It. I, and I'll decide when kids. and how. You know? Yeah. No. Well, what, what if they have a different gender identity? Okay, they're five years old. They don't. My, they don't have a different gender identity. Let me tell you the two I'm genders sure. that kids can or be. what if it doesn't Boy, matter when girl. you're like three or four or five? What if it doesn't matter if you want to play with Barbies or Tonka trucks or whatever because you're like four? Okay, you don't, don't have, have to figure out you sex know what? at four. Even if you're ten. Yeah, you don't have to figure don't out sex at ten. Don't tell me that, yeah. oh, oh my gosh. Girl, you're actually a boy. No, that's not true. You're not. No, no, I know. But we're we're talking about like, look, kids developing and exploring themselves and figuring shit out. You shouldn't have to, as a child, as a pre-adolescent, I'm going to say as a lot older than a pre-adolescent, you shouldn't have to think of anything sexualized at all. 
No, I don't care what no adult you, I don't, look, ever I don't be talking to you about anything with. sexual. I don't care what toys you want to play with, what clothes you want to wear. When you're a kid, when you're a pre-adolescent, you're figuring your shit out. You're, you'll get there when you get there. But no, yeah, no adult should be talking to you about your parts or your preference. You shouldn't have sexual preferences Any when you're five. The only thing an adult should be telling a kid is, that is, nobody should ever touch you. Exactly. Yes, Nobody's if business anybody, but your own. Anybody tries you. to touch you, tell yeah, your father so he can fucking kill him. That's it. And do I support making it legal to hunt down and kill pedophiles? So wait. What, do you, what do you think of that WWF fighter that got arrested for going after the... Drew might want to help me out because I'm unclear on the deal. <laughs> he went because he's nodding his head. That not yeah. because he has any special uh, knowledge of this. Um, he went after uh, a pedophile or somebody that attacked a family member, like a nephew or a Ooh. cousin or something. Ooh. And so he got arrested. And uh, the head of the, again, stop me if I'm getting this wrong. The head of the Dana White. Yeah. Wrote I, I, like there was like 37 letters to the judge of why this guy is like pillar of the earth, yeah. you know, head of the community and he's why, a hero. <laughs> you know, without using that word, I think a lot of us parents and non-parents alike would say, if you diddle with my child, we should be able to double tap you. Kane Velasquez is his name. Thank you. They should be yes. able to cut well, his look, fingers off. Look, they, fingers they, or, 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 Oh, hold on. True, Kane Kane Velasquez yeah. is in jail. Yes. With no bail. Yes. God, that's ridiculous. Because he, and, and again, this might not be a popular thing to a lot of people that are a little squeamish, but he took a little frontier justice. That's right. Which these days I think is overdue. Well, look, look, for, if for, we, for, 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 for someone, Something like this. For, 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 on someone who attacked a young relative of his who was let out on no bail. Yeah. Oh my so like, God. so like Are if somebody serious? raped your daughter or your niece or whatever, or oh. molested a, ch- uh, an you know what I mean on that judge or well, 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 look, yeah. look, yeah. look, yeah. look, yeah. The, those the, are the ones here. Here's the theory. The theory is we give up, the right to exact justice because we have a justice system that'll be largely fair. But That's because not. we no longer have that, well, if it, if it isn't George lar- Gascon, if it well, let's that, go that's back true. to here. I, I, I mean that that that's true. That is not you, fair. See, this guy, a no lot of the pro- a lot of the problems that we see are the result of people. Uh, <laughs> Spraying all this stuff. I'm clean. I know. A a lot of the problems that we see are the result of uh, everything's a system, right? You can't have it's like, you know, you should open doors for me if I'm a girl. You should pay for my dinner if a girl is a girl. But But I'm going to treat you like shit if you're a man. Also, is a girl. But this is beyond that. But but that that. is, but. But if we have a system where you can rely on the justice system to have a reasonable chance of punishing a wrongdoer, then we give up our personal right to uh, seek our personal vengeance. I know. That, but but if that's gone. It is. In the city, if it is in his case. In the city I, I of gotta, Los Angeles, it certainly is. Oh, it, it, it certainly and is. I, what and is I, the, don't, I don't understand why we're morally obligated. Uh, Do you know? Uh, I, I'm not Bay sure. Area, I think. Okay. So, so yeah. Of course. Yeah, where, you can say of course. Where are, where are we allowed to Santa draw that Clara line County. if 
if our oh, if our system is failing us, right? Clearly, yeah. But, and they're yeah, and they're we're not just protecting, but rewarding exactly. the criminals. We're when do we get to say, okay, you're no longer representing us. You're no longer providing the methodology of methodology of justice. No, Even no, if that's the result true. Isn't what we want. We don't even get the the semblance of it. Well, look, right? look, look. I mean, you're not always going to get the justice you want, no, but you have but a, a fair process. Be, exactly. And people don't believe don't that now any, because have they have a reason not to. It, it doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. So in, this, in, in this the- gentleman who <laughs> took a little frontier justice and think what you will or won't about the legality of it, I think there's a whole hell of a lot of decent human beings that are saying we understand why he did that and we're applauding him yeah and, you know, and in we're a place not like Cal- him yeah, in a place like california the victims but, the but i gotta yeah. tell you something if if this continues with our legal system a lot more people are going to start taking the the, the law in their own hands I, I, I agree you know Absolutely. What? i would rather go to prison than allow my well, kid to have been abused yes. by somebody, and then that motherfucker goes walking. Free. No, I, it's, I, it's I say you're, no, you're right. I, I mean, I, I'd be like, look, okay. this is the old system, the old yes. judged by twelve I mean, or carried by talk. six, I, right? Yeah. Oh, we're gonna let the chicks talk for a while. No, no, no it's insane. it's. Do you want to be judged by twelve or carried by six? Right? Yeah. It's like, are you willing to make compromises and mm-hmm. and take things into your own hands? When it comes to the the lives of the people you care about, because we're not talking about somebody parking in a spot you don't like or no, somebody no, no. painting their house a color you don't like, we're talking about the the health and well being of your children, yeah, or your lives, you know, your lives of the people you mm-hmm. love. No, it, it's getting sorry, to that point. the chicks I'm get sorry. passionate about this because no, this I'm is, just letting you. We're letting you run. We're letting you run wild. This is beyond. This is way better than Poland and MiG-29. Oh, I was going to talk about the Ukraine and yeah. this shit started. Yeah. Yeah. I got I, nothing. I mean, honestly, I, I think nothing. more and more people are going to start taking the law in their own hands because the law has failed us. I, I think if you're going to create a, a society, which, I, you know, we're look, we're here in Los Angeles and this is what we're experiencing. Yep. The, the law is not an aid to our ills anymore. I can't call the police if a junkie chases me down the street with a knife a block from the police station, which no, just has happened up. to me. Yeah. And I called and they said, did he actually stab you? That was a conversation I had. Wow. And yes. And so I can't protect myself. Nice. Yeah. And you can't they get a gun protect permit. Me. That's for sure. I can't get a gun permit. So if you're talking about the regular populace who are the people that in a normal time would be complacent and would be obeying and would be saying, okay, we need to follow the rule of law. Maybe some of us are like, okay, we're not seeing the rule of law being applied to the criminals. So why is it applied to us? And maybe we're all done because with Because it's shit. easier to apply it to you. And of also, we're law abiding. Because, because, because more, we have skin in the game and we can be punished well, and homeless can't. But here's well, the it, thing. It, I don't mind being punished if if they're not going to punish the criminal, I'm going to punish the criminal. And I think many people feel that way. This is this is a tipping point in society. And I'm sorry. Because that's, that's yeah. what's going to happen. And when you're sorry. when you're looking at when you're looking at women and mothers now mm-hmm. saying this who are yeah. probably arguably the less aggressively violent <laughs> members of society. Yes, yes we are. 
Now saying this, it's like, okay, what about the rest of us? So maybe we're all done with this and maybe they should take a look, but they're not going to. Did you guys all sign the uh, Gascon petition? Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, you no longer live here. I don't. Gascon is so bad that his own staff. Technically, I still have a California driver's license for another week. Well, damn it, sign up. Gascon is so bad that his own staff members are willing to risk their careers to blow up his He's, this guy is willfully breaking the law. He should be in jail. Well, that was an episode of uh, Unredacted starring Stacia <laughs> and Arena, guest starring Kurt and uh, Drew. Uh, we're going to move on quickly to uh, uh, Ukraine. Let's play hangman. Well, that's bad. Let's go on it. Yeah. Yes. But then let's play a game of hangman. Okay. For some reason, I'm in the mood. Okay. Just oh, I don't you don't want to piss from, Arena and I off. So this this is where Kurt talks about his support for the plan to take Polish airplanes and drop them and throw them at the Ukraine. It's the dumbest fucking thing I ever heard. Wait, and what? Since yeah. uh, uh, since Mitt Romney's for it, <laughs> it's got to be a fucking dick dance. Can you can you walk? Yeah. By the way, that's dick dance delightful term, and I'm stealing that. That's an army term. I love that. It's a dick but dance. Can someone walk me through the throwing the airplanes thing? Because I clearly missed that. Okay. Uh, the idea was the Americans were saying, well, maybe we'll get the Polish MiG-29s, which the Ukrainians also fly, Poland being a NATO country, and we'll give them but to Ukraine. formerly an Eastern Bloc country. Yeah. Yes. We'll give them to Ukraine, and Ukraine will fly them. But Poland okay. would get planes from us. Poland would get F-16s and F-15s. So we're going to do like a dealer trade with Poland? Yeah. Okay. And okay. no, interesting, F-15, no F-15 has ever been shot down in combat. Ever. Okay. It's a great plane. Uh, Okay, well, that's an interesting idea. Uh, Now, let me, again, assert where I am about Ukraine. I trained Ukrainians four times. I served with Ukrainians in Kosovo. I like Ukrainians. I hope Ukrainians win. Ukrainians are not going to win in a conventional battle. Air Air Force is part of a conventional battle. What's going to win for Ukrainians? Small groups of Ukrainian guerrillas using uh, uh, anti-tank weapons. Uh, And if you look at uh, videos of patrolling Ukrainians, you will see that every Ukrainian either has an anti-tank weapon or is carrying anti-tank missile, extra anti-tank missiles with them. That's why you're seeing all these vehicles knocked out. Now, so say Poland gives 30 uh, 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 MiG-29 Fulcrums, which is a fighter bomber, to America, where the plan is given to America at Ramstein Air Force Base. So... Now we've got a bunch of planes that are going to fly against Russia on an American base, making them an arguably legitimate target. Target Is it a legitimate target for uh, Russia? Who cares? It only matters what Putin thinks. If Putin fires uh, missiles or uh, otherwise attacks uh, an American air base in Germany, that triggers Article 5, suddenly we're in the war. So we got that problem. Okay, you send a bunch of MiGs over there to uh, uh, Ramstein. The first thing we got to do is find a bunch of people who know how to fix MiGs because you don't just put airplanes in places, okay? And you, you need... And you can't even find first-year associates. I can't even find first-year <laughs> associates. Except... I need to find... You You need to find people who can fix ex- these fighters. didn't the Taliban figure out how to fly planes pretty damn quickly in Afghanistan? No, they, they're completely fine. Okay. On the aircraft. It it is hard to find. So you got to find enough people to figure out the MiG-29. Remember, 
Planes don't make a force. Squadrons, which includes airplanes, make a force. Squadrons include logistics and maintenance forces. Okay. So are you going to build another squadron? Where are you going to get these guys? Are you going to find a bunch of guys and you know, fly these, uh, put these MiGs together? Okay, well, let's put that aside. Who's going to fly the bad news bears? Thank you, Drew. <laughs> yep. Of aircraft. Oh, the, ones with, the ones with... Fucking uh, uh, Chico's bail bonds on the uh, 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 tail. Drew, thank you again. Perfect. Um, Here's the thing: all the Ukrainian, all the good Ukrainian fighter pilots are either flying planes or dead. So who are you gonna get to fly them from Ukraine? It's Randy Quaid from fucking Independence Day. (laughs) Oi, back! So you've got no maintenance. You've got Randy fucking Quaid flying the, the Bad News Bears squadron. They're, they Finally, they get turned around from the Americans. And I don't even know. For, yeah, you convert the Polish language to Ukrainian. They're 30 years in, you, in Poland. So they're different from the Ukrainian planes. You don't just jump in a plane and know how to fly it. You got to change it. I don't even know if they draw. I don't even know if these freaking MiG twenty nines drop Soviet style or Russian style uh, ordnance or American style. Are they? Are they? Did they convert them to NATO bombs? If so, we got to give these guys NATO bombs. Or are they flying uh, old Russian style bombs? I don't know. This is a lot of logistics. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. As as uh, professionals study ta- uh, professional study logistics, amateur yeah. study tactics. Yeah. So let's assume we get these planes, and they're going to drop the right bombs. And you got oh, people to fly them. They fly to Ukraine. Okay. They are there to reinforce the planes that have been shot down. Do you think these planes are more likely to survive Russia's integrated air defense system with SA-400 uh, uh, anti-aircraft missiles and Russian fighters than the first-line guys? No, they're going to be gone in the first fucking couple days. All right, I would love to have airstrikes that could take out that 40-mile convoy. Uh, as an American officer, I, I, I was sitting with my old colonel, uh, my old uh, battalion commander, and we're just looking at that 40-mile convoy, just basically salivating because we know what fires we could have brought on them. Ukrainians don't have that because Ukrainians are not the same kind of military. The fight, look, right, the Ukrainians are not going to beat the Russians going head-to-head in conventional forces like tanks and like aircraft. They're going to have small groups of guys running around, killing Russians on roads. And that's why you see, you see these burnt-out tanks are all on roads, right? They've anti-armor ambush, which is incidentally what I personally suggested and recommended we teach Ukrainians during the four visits I was in Ukraine. I said, let's teach them anti-armor ambush. So is it more like the, Somebody did the Vietnam did. theory, meaning the like you're trying to utilize what you have? Yeah, it's essentially it a guerrilla war. Level. It's, guerrilla. A, it's a guerrilla warfare. Yeah. It's not going. The Ukrainians are not going to win matching armored battalion yeah. against armored battalion because there aren't enough. There are lots that, of Russians. Is that even what Putin's trying to do? Russia, Russia is trying to win the way Russia always tries to win, which is a whole bunch of guys. Their guys are not as good as they hoped they would, but there are a lot of them. That's their strength. So what's their end game? 
Well, their initial game was rapidly surround Kiev, Kharkiv, uh, rapidly surround the forces pinned against the breakaway republics in the east. Mm -hmm. So you bolt around those, you isolate them, they're caught, the cities are caught, uh, Ukrainians have no choice but to negotiate. But that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Ukrainians had backed down and they couldn't fully surround places like Kiev. Yeah. Uh, it was a matter of Russians not being as good as they thought they were, and, and the Ukrainians and being tougher. And maybe a little bit of Russian forces not being hard in the game as much. Um, I don't know how much was morale. I think it was mostly leadership. Uh, the maintenance was terrible. Look at the look at the tires. Yeah, tires are key. Good point. If you say every time I look at a vehicle that's just sitting there, it's a flat tire. That's Indicates to me bad maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. Maintenance, you know, it's the little shit. Everybody thinks, ah, oh, you stand on your tank and you say, go forward. No, that for, is for want of a nail. Bingo. The battle was right. Bingo. While of a nail, the battle was lost. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, it is a giant nut to stand on an armored formation and say, move out. That is one of the baddest ass memories of mine ever. If your shit isn't maintained. If your stuff's not ready. Well, you work in logistics all the time. It's all about prep. Yes. Like, I mean, whether it's whether it's wars or production or or painting a stuff. wall or yeah. mise en place or, yes. or a meal. It's all about yeah. bingo. Yeah. Bingo. The 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 easy stuff is saying follow me. The hard stuff is saying, Did you do your preventive maintenance and service checks? That's right. Yeah. And that it, it's not fun. It's not ha- easy, but if your shit don't run, you don't have a fucking force. Um, and you know, having having an extra thirty planes overhead for as long as they last before they're shot out of the sky, because they will be. Uh, the Russian SA four hundred is a powerful weapon system. And, and you know the the normal Americans, lay people like me, I don't know any of that shit does. That you're like talking well, about. Well, I, I, I learned how I to kill Russians do. in the Cold War. Yeah, I know you do, but the rest of us are like, our eyes glaze over a little bit, and they're like, yeah, planes and they explodey things. And that would be shooting, good. And yeah, that sounds good. Well, look, we, I, we I, don't I, have look, any kind of. I trouble. want the Ukrainians to win, but I look at, four, you know, 42 Republicans saying, we need to give you, you know, these fighters, these guys. Guys, do you want to escalate that way and risk? That a guy you have said was crazy and stupid, not shooting nukes. Do you want to? Do, do, do you think it's going to have any effect? We know what's winning. What's winning is basic, basic uh, uh, blocking and tackling. To yeah. use a sports ball metaphor, there you go. It's small groups of infantry with anti-tank guided missiles, uh, uh, doing uh, conducting anti-armor ambushes on roads. Remember, it's mud season. In Ukraine, they can't get off the roads. It's funny if you look at the maps; they have these long tendrils of Russian control, and it's like a hundred meters off the road. You get a hundred and five meters off the road. That's Ukrainian fucking territory. Well, and if you look at the history of wars in Russia, there were wars that were lost because they fought them in the wrong season. Yes, oh. uh, you look at Napoleon. You look at yep. Uh, Hitler. Yep. Uh, yep. Whoops! It's winter. Well, whoops! Uh, it's this. Well, look, look at look at even after World War Two, yeah. Ukrainians fought yep. for ten years in the swamps, in the in the fucking forests. They they fought the communists. 
I don't think there's any question it's that natural that the Ukrainian forces slash people, because I think at this point it's kind of a, an amalgam of both, are scrappy and willing to go. Oh, oh, they are the dwarves in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. They are very unsubtle. He's, so Kurt's making nerd references. Yes, I am. I, I am, and I'm very so proud I'm, of it. I'm, they are. They are very tough. I'm lost. They're very, but I'm going to go with it. They're so. very stubborn, yeah. and they're you mostly know exactly drunk. Exactly what yeah. I'm talking about. I you, don't because you knew he was a nerd. I know, but I read that book when I was like 12. So I, I just, I, no I just think it's a very good yeah. analogy. I'm sure, I'm sure it's an That's excellent. But analogy. They, but they're not going to back down. They're literally no. They're, they're pessimists too. They're like, they yeah, we're fucked. We're going to die. But I'm going to kill a bunch of you. They're all. But they know what can happen. Happen. Yeah. This is a history. This yeah. Is, this isn't new for them. No. And they know. They're like, no, fuck you, motherfuckers. We're not going through this again. We no. are going to fight. And, and they have been. And, they're, yeah. and they've been very brave. And a lot of people go, well, you know, sure, Zelsky's got a lot of problems. I don't give a shit. I don't care about him. But I, I, dancing I, with the stars, president? You know, right. he's first of all, he's done a great job leading his country. I have to say, information operations been fantastic. He's he's scrappy as hell, and, I, and, and he, I don't know if this is um, myth, it's very important or or quote. Ah. But his his I don't need a ride, I need ammo. Mm. If he really said that, that is it's epic. It's butch as shit, and yeah. and he's done a the, the Ukrainians have done a great job in information operations. Walker, I walk around here, I see Ukrainian flags. The Ukrainians have convinced us they're right. Now, I happen to think they are in the sense that even though you have some grievances, they shouldn't be solved by sending in 80 battalion task groups. And they shouldn't be solved by sending in foreign forces. Well, yeah. Uh, but so like, let's not talk about the no fly zone over Ukraine. Uh, oh my God. And even as a layperson, look, I'm an idiot. I know nothing about military or anything, but hello, children. If we declare a no-fly zone over Ukraine and shit gets shot down, we go into war, all of us. It's a can war. We, can we, children, can we all be on the same page with that? So I'm a fucking idiot when it comes to warfare, but I get that. So can we all stop having that conversation of, okay, the latte people are like, let's do a no-fly zone. Do you know what that means, kitten? And do you know anyone who's supposed to enforce it? No, well, yeah, which they don't. Us, huh? Yeah, you know, fucking Mitt Romney and all his well, military Mitt, age Mitt sons. Can sit down. Mitt can sit down. I actually saw him at the last State of the Union. I thought he died already. I'm sorry. Well, I'm it, like, oh, Mitt is still alive. Oh, okay. Just, just all right. Just emotionally. He can just sit down. What happened? Uh, okay, so explain Iran now. Oh, yeah. I well, Iran's fired missiles at the United States today on the birthday of wait, wait, Soleimani. Wait, 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 wait. Well, he what fired missiles at a, a United States consulate in Erbil, which is in Kurdistan. And uh, it's unclear. Okay. A lot of it's unclear. Okay. And a, a leftist uh, military guy who I constantly fight with on Twitter, said, don't believe the first report, you don't know what happened. And I had to go, I've never agreed with this guy before, but I do now. Kurt never let's, fights with anyone on yeah. Twitter. So well, let, let, let's right. let's wait to see what happened. Okay. But if they did attack, here, here's the thing. They fired in Americans before and purposely missed. But what would be their motivation? To show them? that they... Mm -hmm. To show that they're fighting they us, something. but they don't kill any Americans, so we don't have nothing to retaliate. Yeah. And and the right answer might be to do nothing. Doing nothing is a viable 
option. Look, look with putting head in the office right now, well, doing nothing is the only option. Well, look, I, I don't I don't trust him or his idiot. I, uh, you know, I've, I've had an opportunity to talk to key people in the uh, Trump administration, and they are unbelievably savvy and very, very good. And you can see the comparison. I don't have to, I don't have to make the case for Trump. Trump's got, Trump's, uh, the, the, the foreign policy guys with Trump at the end, their, their record, which is unbelievably good, speaks for itself. I think you're talking about the clear comparison between basic competence and dementia delusion whatever you want to call it as a a friend of mine refers to him as president rutabaga (laughs) which i think is about the best descriptive as i could possibly it's pretty good because the guy doesn't know i mean this is it would be sad and tragic if he wasn't the leader of the free world no, it's it, it, it's unbelievably sad and tragic. The guy is and by the way, a mess. He's surrounded his wife by idiots. Slash family should be in jail for elder abuse. Oh yeah, because they're pushing. It's weekend at Bernie's presidency, and I, for one, am sick of it. Well, look, we've got three more years of this oh, fucking retard. Yeah, look at yeah, look on the bright side. It's only three years left. <laughs> only three years left. Well, what's hey. Happened? happened in the first year how can this go wrong hey guys this uh i you guys have been party to a very long unredacted uh and none of it will be redacted town hall there's no redaction here town hall vip podcast i do not apologize for being i'm sitting here trying not to burp loudly which is better than (laughs) uh, you know eric swalwell who farts loudly um Wow. Uh, I want you guys to go and get my new book, pre-order it. We'll be back. America, the rise and fall of America. You can get that on town hall or town hall. You can get that on Amazon. Go ahead and get the six Kelly Turnbull. Stop for a second. Yeah. Give the title again. Yeah. We'll be back. The rise and fall of America. That's actually the title. Did I did I give a different title? Yes, you no, did. Give it again. Now we have to start it all over. That's okay. We'll be over. back. We'll be back. The rise and fall of America. Look that up on Amazon. Look it up on Amazon. Pre-order it. Go get the Kelly Turnbull novel starring with People's Republic. Yes. Go to my On Locals page where uh, you can find all things Kurt, including my columns every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And uh, check out the stream of Kurtiousness. <laughs> My amazing video on uh, every Friday, Stream of Consciousness. You like that? Stacia? <laughs> I've never heard that before. Okay, so I want to thank my friends Drew Maddish, Stacia Goodow, uh, and uh, the beautiful Irina. And, of course, we have Barky and Bitey in the Jesus. And Barky is over there. Bitey is nesting. Okay, uh, thank you, and uh, adios. Bye-bye.